If you're wondering what on earth happened with Bitcoin yesterday, I've got you covered. Good morning. You're listening to the Rise and Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph with me, Robert Bags, steering you through the crypto cosmos with daily dispatches from the digital frontier. If you want to know more about crypto than that annoying friend, make sure you click that follow button. Okay, grab yourself a coffee and let's get into it. Okay, so today's episode will mostly be focused on the chaos that happened yesterday. I'll be looking at how Bitcoin fell nearly $4,000 in just two hours, as well as the reports doing the rounds that the spot Bitcoin ETF applications are going to be rejected by the SEC. Finally, we will look at the worrying growth of Solana wallet drainers, as well as an illuminative report on crypto hacks in 2023. So you know, I don't like to discuss price too much as it ages so poorly, but some price incidents are so significant they need to be unpacked. And what sort of daily debrief wouldn't mention yesterday's Bitcoin chaos? So if you are a bit of a crypto dork like me, yesterday your phone lit up with push notifications that Bitcoin was suddenly in freefall. After weeks of gentle incline, the market decided it was time to bring about a cardiac event in Bitcoin holders. What made this so jarring was that we have more or less only seen positive news about the spot Bitcoin ETF applications. And at the moment, the price does seem tied to that news, which is why a near $4,000 price drop in just two hours was cause for concern. And also why those scrambling to find the catalyst for this dip landed on Matrixport. On the 1st of January this year, Matrixport, a digital asset platform, was shouting Bitcoin positivity from the rooftops. They tweeted, anticipate a substantial Bitcoin surge to $50,000 in January, driven by an imminent spot Bitcoin ETF approval, institutional buying, and factors such as supply shortage and historical trends, with potential for altcoin season and a funding rate reaching plus 66%. 24 hours later, Matrixport updated its forecast with a whiplash-inducing U-turn. In their report that is widely being cited as the root cause of the price hit, the executive summary says, while we have seen some frequent meetings between the ETF applicants and the staff from the SEC, which resulted in the applicants refiling their applications, we believe all applications fall short of a critical requirement that must be met before the SEC approves. This might be fulfilled by Q2 2024, but we expect the SEC to reject all proposals in January. It goes on to mention Gary Gensler's anti-crypto comments in December and says, from a political perspective, there is no reason to approve a Bitcoin spot ETF that would legitimize Bitcoin as an alternative store of value. The report then goes on to outline the fallout of an SEC blanket rejection. Naturally, some questions were being asked. The Bitcoin investor, Alastair Milne, questioned whether an agenda was in play, highlighting that Matrixport was co-founded by the Chinese crypto entrepreneur billionaire Jihan Wu. Eric Balkanas, the Bloomberg ETF analyst and one of the most plugged-in people to this spot Bitcoin ETF application process, was also sceptical. He said, We have heard nothing to indicate anything but approval, but I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt so I'm asking if he has any sources or if he is just speculating. At the time of recording this, we still haven't found those sources, if indeed they do exist. But since the articles about this that I've linked in the show notes, Jihan Wu has tweeted to say, Matrix Ports analysts operate independently, expressing their opinions without any influence or interference from management. Adding that, as intended, this recent report was prepared for Matrix Ports clients. However, its widespread by the media was not planned by Matrix Port and is beyond 
beyond our control. Well, in the aftermath, many analysts believe that Matrix Port's report had little to do with the swift plummet. William Suberg did some analysis on this and I've linked it in the show notes below. The trader and analyst Scott Melker said of the report, this is really just a leverage flush. Regardless, this is an opinion with zero new information that flies in the face of everything shared by experts. Are you guys that skittish? That last line really does resonate with me. One or two negative reports from entities that appear completely separate from the spot Bitcoin ETF applications, causing half a billion dollars of crypto long liquidations. That just doesn't scan. In reality, I think the crypto litigator Joe Carlosere is closer to the mark when he tweeted, I know people are desperate for a narrative, but Bitcoin didn't sell off because of some silly report about ETF denial. It sold off because nothing goes straight up and it's an easy grab for liquidity to do a long squeeze. In short, the market was overbought. So the report by Matrixport that sent everyone into a frenzy traces back to 10x research and its CEO Marcus Thielen. The gap between the positive and the negative forecast was indeed a day, but Thielen stated on X that he just changed his view, which is fair enough by the way. The only caveat I would add is that it feels as if he is coming into new information. The 10x research paper that was published yesterday said, the prevailing one-sided market consensus anticipates SEC approval of spot Bitcoin ETFs by next week. We, however, see an opportunity to trade against consensus, emphasizing the risk involved in positioning ahead of events with significant price implications. Trading against the consensus is all well and good, but what everyone wanted to know is why the outcome of the research had changed. Eric Balkanas tweeted at 10x research and Tierland asking if the prediction was off the back of comments from issuers or insiders in the SEC, or just an opinion. Thielen responded, My report is not based on issuers nor on SEC insider comments. Obviously, this is massively out of consensus, but I do think the SEC will vote it down. And yes, after being the biggest bull all year, predicted $45,000 by Christmas on February the 1st, I turned bearish today, but the arguments were ready. It's worth noting that although Thielen's research has garnered a lot of attention on social media, the ETF experts making predictions are still overwhelmingly positive. And as Thielen says, he is going against the grain on this. I'd also like to repeat an observation I highlighted in yesterday's episode. As Balkanas rightly pointed out, if the SEC outright rejected all of the spot Bitcoin ETF applications at this late stage, and after this many weeks of amendments and work, there'll likely be lawsuits against them similar to Grayscale's. For further comfort, Eleanor Terrett of Fox Business yesterday published a piece that claimed the SEC was meeting with the various exchanges, the New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, etc., to finalize comments on the 19B4s submitted by the Spot Bitcoin ETF issuers. The piece also added that sources close to the proceedings say the SEC could begin notifying issuers of approval on Friday, with trading beginning as early as next week. As for Bitcoin, at the time of recording this, it's nearly rebounded from whence it fell. So that's yesterday's chaos explained to you. As we near that 10th of January deadline, things are getting tense. Needless to say, yesterday was predominantly focused on Bitcoin's flash crash and the rumblings of rejection, but there were a few other stories worth knowing too. The first involved Solana. Solana was dubbed as down and out when FTX fell due to the ties between the two, but it couldn't have been further from the truth. 
In actuality, Solana has been growing steadily again during the crypto winter and has gone parabolic in the past three months, with the price of Sol surging 400%, not to mention the myriad meme coins that have been going viral. You might remember from last week that a risky trader made millions from one of them. But where the money is flowing, hackers and scammers sail on the riptide, and a recent report from Chainalysis has warned just that. One of the most worrying elements in the Solana ecosystem at present is the rise in popularity of wallet drainer Kits, tools used to fish and siphon the funds from victims' wallets. Chainalysis senior intelligence analyst Brian Carter told Cointelegraph that the largest community devoted to one Solana drainer has about 6,200 members. It's not just Chainalysis setting off the sirens either. Blockade tweeted, As Solana continues to gain popularity, drainer groups are increasingly moving towards it, as indicated by the growing numbers of malicious Solana dApps detected by Blockade. And WalletGuard updated their Web3 security extension too, saying, we have detected a new Solana wallet drainer kit being actively distributed. This is targeted at popular meme coins such as Bonk, Jupiter, Chonky, Galactic Geckos, and Dog with Hat. I do hate saying meme coin names out loud. So Solana users check your transactions several times and don't click links you don't know because of FOMO. And one more brief story to end, and it's in the polar opposite direction to what we've just discussed. I bring you up to speed with a lot of the major hacks in the space as they're important to know about, but that could skew your perspective of scams and hacks in crypto, mistakenly believing they're getting much more frequent. Yesterday, Certic, the blockchain security firm, released an annual report on Web3 security. The headlines are terrifying, as always, with $1.8 billion of digital assets lost across 751 security incidents in 2020. However, there is an important and mitigating factor here. That number is 51% lower than 2022 when it was $3.7 billion. That is a massive drop and particularly as most tokens are worth more this year than they were in 2022. Rongwe Gu, the co-founder of Certic, told Cointelegraph that this is a positive development and that the growth of bug bounty platforms and other proactive security measures is a good sign. Hopefully, we will see a continued decline in losses throughout 2024. Indeed, let's hope this downward trajectory continues. Okay, I know that was a heavy episode today, but I wanted to try and untangle everything that was happening yesterday. As Bitcoin's price was in freefall, many of us were scrambling around trying to figure out why. Although it's still not completely clear, there was so much conflicting information that it was difficult to work out what was going on. So hopefully that's explained some of the stories that were being thrown around yesterday. And with that, consider yourself informed. Thank you for listening to the Rise and Crypto podcast by Cointelegraph. If you're enjoying these daily updates, please make sure you let us know by following, subscribing or leaving a review. Have a great day. Let's do this again tomorrow.